Well, thank you all for joining today's webinar. My name is Marta Niedzicka and I am a member of Kaijenti Digital Insight Support. And today we are here with my colleague, Sonali Gosch. Sonali is an associate manager and scientist with, with the Kaijen Digital Insight Scientific and Technical Support Team. And she joined Kaijen in July 2015, focusing on enabling Kaijen CLC Workbench users to get the most out of the data analysis in their NGS experiments. And today she will present uh, uh, Mirna data analysis within our Workbench software. Welcome. So, Ali, we cannot hear you. Sorry, I was on mute. So, the topic of today's webinar is microRNA data analysis with our workbench. I'll start by showing our legal disclaimer. Say that all Kyogen products are for research only. These products are not intended for diagnosis, prevention, or treatment of a disease. This is the end of the webinar. And uh, so first I will show you the microRNA template workflows. Those are present in the workbench. Then I'll introduce the quantify microRNA tool and how to detect novel microRNAs. Then I will introduce Kyogen Ingenuity Pathway Analysis plugin for detecting microRNA targets. Then we'll have a live demo. After that, we'll have Q&A session. So what are microRNAs? MicroRNAs are small, highly conserved non-coding RNA molecules. These are involved in the regulation of gene expression. The structure of mature microRNAs consists of a single RNA strand of 22 to 25 nucleotides in length. In the workbench, you can perform microRNA data analysis for Illumina as well as ion torrent reads. The read structure differs for Illumina and ion torrent reads. For example, for Rumi reads, the expected read structure of the original or untrimmed Illumina and ion torrent reads are illustrated here. So the Illumina read starts with small RNA sequences and then followed by common sequence and then UMI sequence and then you have adapter or junk sequence. In the iron torrent reads, you have the adapter sequence at the five dust end. So it is important to trim the five dust adapter on the iron torrent reads before running the microRNA data analysis in the workbench. In the workbench, there are two template workflows for microRNA data analysis. First is this quantification uh, workflow and the differential expression analysis workflow. These two workflows come with the free biomedical genomics analysis plugin. The quantification workflow quantifies the expression in a sample of the microRNAs found in MIRBase. And the differential expression analysis workflow calculates differential expressions for expression tables with associated metadata. It uses multifactorial statistics based on GLM model. This is some information about this quantify microRNA tool. The quantify microRNA tool counts and annotates the expression of known microRNAs using the MIR base. It supports protocol with and without unique molecular indices. For database, you can use MIRBase, which has approximately 2,100 mature microRNAs. There could be other type of small RNAs as well, like PIMAR RNAs, small interfering RNAs, uh, transfer RNAs, etc. Optionally, you can use these custom small RNA references, uh, reference databases. As input, the quantify microRNA tool takes stream reads for both UMI and non-UMI reads. The MIR-based database you can download from the Workbench Reference Data Manager. Optionally, spike-ins can be used. The, those are a list of sequences that have been spiked in. And the tool will generate two expression tables, grouped on mature and grouped on seed table. I'll show you these results in a moment. As I mentioned before, that the quantify microRNA tool only finds and quantifies the expression of known microRNAs. Here, I describe an approach to explore novel microRNAs in your data. When you run the quantify microRNA tool, 
you can collect the unmapped reads and map these unmapped reads against the reference genome. For example, if you are working with human data, then you map these unmapped reads against the human reference genome. You can extract the sequences from regions with high coverage so that you get sequences with a decent amount of expression and avoid sequences that map as a result of sequencing error. Then you can predict the secondary structure to check if the structure matches the expected hairpin structure of microRNA precursors. We have predict secondary structure tool that can be used to do that. The precursor microRNAs are longer than microRNAs. It contains hairpin structure in which one of the two strands includes the mature microRNA. If you want to know more about this um, information, uh, how to detect novel microRNAs, here we have this product um, manual link. Once you have the expression data from the workbench, you can use the IPA plugin to upload the data into IPA. The IPA can be used for further downstream biological interpretation of your data. IPA has a very comprehensive, manually curated knowledge base. It is a free plugin from Kyogen. However, you need to have IPA subscription to upload and analyze your data in IPA application. You can use the microRNA target filter workflow in IPA to identify microRNA targets and their relationships, like if it is inhibited or activated, filter the relationships on biological criteria. You can also identify affected pathways, diseases, biomarkers, drugs, etc., all within in the single tool. This is one screenshot taken from IPA. In this picture, microRNA, uh, this is a microRNA, and you see in red color, that means it is upregulated and this inhibits the gene CDK1 here. And this CDK1 molecule is associated with all these biological functions. These are the functions you can see here. And this is the biological uh, biomarker, then this drug molecule, then tox function. These are the pathways that it is associated with. So it is quite informative. This is the agenda of the live demo. Uh, in the live demo, I will first import reads and then metadata, and I will import, associate the metadata with the reads. Then I will show you how you can download the mead base in the workbench, quantify microRNA expression. Then we'll uh, perform this differential expression analysis. Then I will show you how you can use the custom databases. And We'll also go through the visualization of the results. And then at the end, I will upload the data, the expression data into Kaizen IPA. For the live demo, I have six FFP or formalin fixed paraffin embedded samples, three benign renal myelolipoma samples. It is a rare benign neoplasm that mainly occurs in the adrenal gland, two small triangular shaped glands on top of each kidney and three adenocortical carcinoma samples. It is a cancer of the adrenal glands. It is difficult to distinguish AML from adenocortical carcinoma, which has a very poor prognosis. The study investigates miRNA expression in AML versus ACC to find biomarkers to facilitate diagnosis. The software, I am going to use Kyogen CLC Genomics Workbench Biomedical Genomics Analysis Plugin, which is a free plugin from Kyogen, and the IPA plugin. And this is the publication. And um, here is the tutorial link. You can find this data and the analysis in our tutorial. Now I'll go to this workbench. So this is the workbench graphical user interface. First, I'm going to import the reads. To do that, I will go to import. And uh, you can find here, we have dedicated tools for importing data from different high throughput sequencing systems. I will go to Illumina because I have Illumina reads. Then I'll go to add files. And these are the sequencing reads that I have. So see here, all are R1. So these are single end reads and there is no R2 file. I'll open this and then I will not share um, 
select this paired reads option because these are single end reads. Then I will go to next and I'm going to save these uh, samples or sequence list in a folder. Say I'll create a folder called demo. Sorry. I'll create a folder demo under CLC data folder. And I'll finish this. Now the sequencing reads are getting imported. I can see this here. You can open one sequence and then see that uh, how much is the length of the sequences. You can see here this is around 75 days long. And you can also run a QC on the data to take a look at the sequence length if they are in the expected range or not. We have QC for sequencing reads tool. You can find the tool here under toolbox. And under tools, you will have prepare sequencing data. And you find this QC for sequencing reads tool. You can click on that. I can just quickly run this for one sample uh, to show you. So in the output option, I will just create a graphical report. And uh, this tool reports library characteristics uh, like sequence length distribution, base qualities, composition, etc. I can just open this uh, graphical QC report. And you can see this, this is the summary. This is the part sequence analysis where you, you will see this length distribution. Here you can see all these sequences are having this 76 base pair uh, length, then you will find this GC content curve, then quality distribution uh, you will see. Also, you can go for this part-based analysis where you can find this coverage, nucleotide contribution, GC content, and so on. I will just close this now. So you can quickly look at the QC of your sequencing reads. Next, uh, I'm going to import the metadata table. So metadata refers to information about data or samples. I will show you one metadata table here. So this is my metadata table. It could be an Excel file or CSV or TSV format file. Here each row contains information relevant to a sample and each column represents a property of a sample. Example, uh, this run accession, then uh, the source name, tissue, tumor type, etc. You need to have a single column with unique entries, that is your key column. Here I have this run accession uh, as my key column. So you can import metadata Excel file using the import metadata tool in the workbench. I will show you that now. So to do that, you will go to import and import metadata. You need to select the Excel file. This is my Excel file that I showed you. And then you see this uh, preview section here. Uh, here you see this rows in the metadata Excel file. Next. Now I will add the samples to this metadata table. It is good to associate metadata with your data elements or sequence list while importing the metadata table. Then all the analysis results will be automatically associated with the metadata. So I will choose this sequences that I have imported earlier. And you see here in the data association preview, this is the key column from the metadata table. And this exactly matches with the sequences um, that are present in this uh, the sequence names in this navigation area, the sample names. This is the exact match. So a data mail element must match an entry in the key column of a metadata table. And the match can be exact or partial. The pod partial matches, you can use the prefix or suffix option. I'll go to next. And I just uh, save in the same demo folder here. Now, after you import the metadata table, you can just quickly uh, open this metadata table and see if the association has made or not. Uh, so you can select the uh, one row here. And at the bottom, you have this find associated data. You can click on here and see the association is correct. So this uh, metadata is table is associated with these samples here. 
then um, after this, uh, I can just, um, okay, one more thing. I just forgot to mention that if you want after importing, uh, then you can add or edit some information in your metadata table. And you can do that by going to this edit metadata, edit table, and then you can configure columns or add some new entries or edit the entries from here. So you can adjust your metadata table after importing also. And if you want, you can also create a metadata table directly into the workbench from scratch. For that, you can go to new and metadata table. Here again, you can go to edit table and you can start configuring columns. So you can give a name, description, and whether it will be text or whole number and all. So you can also build your metadata table into the workbench. And close this now. Now I will uh, download the mid base. So using this um, references um, tab, I'll go to this Kaijin sets, and here you can find yeah this reference data sets. And I'll go here. You find here this Kaijin small RNA um, mid base version twenty two. So if you are working with Kaisic miRNA data, then you can download the reference data sets from here. So it will download the mid base along with the gene ontology terms, go mapping file from uh, RNA central database, spike in stream adapter list for uh, ion torrent reads. So it will download everything. But if you are not working with Kaisic uh, data, then you can just download the mid base from this reference data elements folder and you will find mid base here. Let me search that. So yeah, here is the mid base. So you can only just download the mid base from here when you are not working with classic data. Now I have imported the reads and the, I have associated the metadata with my reads and I have also downloaded the mid base and I can now run some analysis. I'll close this. Since I have Kaisic miRNA data, I will use the template workflows that I showed you earlier in my presentation. You can find these workflows here under template workflows, biomedical workflows, and you will find Kaisic sample analysis. And under Kaisic RNA workflows, you will find this. Kaisic miRNA quantification workflow and Kaisic miRNA differential expression workflow. These workflows are from the free biomedical genomics analysis plugin. If you want to know how to install the plugins, I will request you to watch our recorded webinar about getting started with the workbench. You will find these recorded webinars on our website. So before I run these workflows, I will show you how you can import the custom databases into the workbench. In my example, I have downloaded PyRNA database and I will import that. So I will show you from where I have uh, downloaded the database. So this is the PyRNA database. I have downloaded this homo sapiens zip file. And I am going to import this file in the workbench. To do that, you can go to import and the standard import option here. And you can just select this uh, FASTA zip file and the default automatic import option. Go to next and you can just um, yeah import into the same folder. So this is the imported PyRNA database. You can just open this. So you can see this uh, miRNA names here and the sequences here. So this is a very easy way to uh, import your uh, other small RNA databases into the workbench and use them to run your workflow. Okay, now uh, I will run the quantify microRNA workflow. Uh, so this is the classic miRNA quantification workflow uh, in this template workflows folder. I can just double click on this to run this workflow. And First step, I just need to select the sequences here. And I will just um, run this batch job here. So batch processing means you are running a job or an analysis multiple times using the same parameters, one per batch unit. 
I'll go to next here. Uh, I need to select the mail base, uh, which is already selected. And then define batch units. I, was, I will use the use organization of the input data. I'm not using any metadata um, here for configuring batching. Then uh, we have this create two minutes for microRNA tool. So I will just take the default options to run this workflow. And in a moment, I will show you the uh, all the steps and the parameters in a bit detail. And I'll go to next. Here in this step, um, you can configure this quantify microRNA tool. So you can select the mail base, which you downloaded from the uh, reference data manager. Under Homo sapiens, you will find this mail base, uh, which I downloaded earlier. So you can just select that. And then optionally, if you want, you can use this um, yeah, uh, PyRNA database or any other small RNA database um, that you have already imported. I'm not going to use that now. And you can prioritize your species here. Then if you want to know more about this quantify microRNA tool, you can click on this help button here at the bottom. And it will take you to this manual page uh, where you can find more information about quantify microRNA uh, tool. So you can read uh, this information from here. And then we'll go to next. You can preview here all the parameters, whatever you have selected to run this workflow. And then you can save uh, in a specified location. You can create subfolders per batch unit and go to next and you can just save the results. I'm not going to run this workflow now because uh, it will take some time to run this uh, workflow for all these six samples. So I have already run the workflow. I will show you the results um, next. So I'll not finish this workflow now. And I'll also now uh, show you these um, steps involved in this workflow. Uh, so if you want to adjust the template workflow, then you can just uh, right click on this workflow and open copy of workflow. This will um, show you the steps involved in this workflow. This is the workflow design window. So here you can see the first step is the trim reads. Uh, so this is only applicable for ion taurine reads as I explained earlier in my presentation that Illumina reads do not have a 5 dust adapter. So this is not relevant for Illumina read, only applicable for ion taurine reads. Then the next step is the create UV reads for microRNA. If you are working with reads with UMI sequences, then you need to create the UMI reads. This tool takes a sequence list as an input, including the UMI sequence, and output a sequence list where UMI reads have been merged. If you are not working with UMI reads, please adjust the template workflow to remove this step. And you can do this um, easily by just right-clicking on this and remove. And then you need to connect the streamed sequences with this quantify miRNA tool. Then the next step is your quantify microRNA tool. In this step, the algorithm first collapses identical reads into unique search sequences. This significantly reduces the number of microRNA reads in the alignment step and saves computational time. You can use the default parameters for quantify microRNA tool, or you can adjust them as per your requirement. If you want to adjust them, you can just right click on this quantify microRNA tool and go to configure. Here in this step, you have um, this option to enable your spikens if you have any. Then next step here, you need to select this mail base that I showed you earlier. And in the prioritize species, you can click on this um, green plus sign here to see the list of species available in the mail base. You can select the species to be used for annotation and prioritize using this up and uh, down arrow. For example, um, if I take uh, one more um, yeah, species, say I select this mass musculus and I want to prioritize mass musculus, then I can just uh, uh, go to click on this up arrow then this would be prioritized. Okay. 
Uh, additionally, you can configure how specific the association between the isomers and the reads has to be by allowing mismatches and additional or missing bases upstream and downstream uh, of the isomers. The isomers are miRNA sequences that have variations with respect to the reference sequence. Then uh, you can choose the custom database from here. And in the alignment settings, you can define how many maximum mismatches are allowed between the reads and the references. So by default, it is two. Then next, here you can specify the length of the reads used for seed counting. The seed is a seven nucleotide sequence from position second to eighth on the mature microRNA. Minimum sequence length 18 means uh, that reads must be at least 18 base pair long for their seed regions to be counted and 25 base pair is the maximum sequence length these are the default options you can finish this then the last step here uh, in this workflow is the annotate with rna central accession numbers this tool will add identifiers to match your microRNAs that can be used to match gene ontology identifiers i will close this um, workflow now and I will show you the results that I have run earlier before this uh, webinar. So this is my results. So you can see I have six batch units because I have uh, six samples uh, in my analysis. I will just show you one batch unit. So this is the trimming report. This is the UMI reads report. Then you have um, the discarded reads. Those are unmapped reads. So these reads can be taken for um, novel miRNA detection. Then you have um, the expression table uh, grouped on seed, the expression table grouped on mature. And this is the quantification report. I will just... Uh, open this quantification report. So you see here you have this uh, quantification summary, then you have, um, it says the quantification of these many features was performed in a sample using spikins and information about unique search sequence counts. Then you have the mapping summary here. Then you have the seeds report. It will report top 20 seed sequences and their count values. So if you want, you can um, export this in a PDF uh, file. I'm uh, going to export and select PDF option. And uh, next, I will show you this um, grouped on mature table. I will open this expression table. So, yeah. So here you can see this feature ID. Uh, this is the sequence of microRNA. Then this is the identifier, that is the RNA central accession number. Then this is the expression value. This is the count value that is in the uh, mature column here. Then you have the name of the uh, microRNA. Then you have the main base accession here. Uh, you have the link. Then you have this um, exact mature uh, column. This is the number of mature reads exactly matching to the main base sequence. Then you have mature. So this is this is the number of mature reads, including exact and the variance. So I will also show you one read mapping. You can select one row here and then open read mapping at the bottom. Click on here. So you will see the read mapping here. This is the microRNA sequence. This is the consensus sequence and these are the isomers. So you can see how nicely they are mapped to the reference mead base and close this now so once you have the expression data you can run differential expression analysis so now uh, we can quickly look at the classic differential expression analysis workflow by opening copy of the workflow so here you have this classic miRNA differential expression workflow. I can just uh, open this copy of the workflow. So this workflow performs uh, differential expression analysis. So here it performs differential expression analysis. 
and then it creates uh, when diagram gene set test um, it will create an expression browser table and also it will create an heat map it will not give you any gene set test results if you work with seed sequences as no gene ontology annotations are known for seed sequences the workflow can also create um, yeah this expression table which is uh, a very useful table I'll show you these results in a moment. I'll close this now. And I'll show you how you can run this workflow. So you can just double click on this and then um, you can just select this. Uh, you can select this uh, grouped on mature or grouped on seed sequences expression table. And uh, you can go to next. Here, you need to select this small RNA database, which is already selected. Then in the metadata table, I need to uh, select the metadata table that I have imported earlier. So this is a table. Click on OK. Then in the test di uh, differential expression due to, uh, you need to select the factor to be tested for differential expression. So in my analysis, I have I want to is the differential expression due to tumor type so you can select uh, the columns uh, in the metadata table so i have selected tumor type from here then um, you have this while controlling for so uh, if you have any batch effects that introduces bias in the data for example samples processed at different facilities may have sequencing differences that are not due to actual biological differences in the samples themselves you can select these confounding variables here um, in this while controlling for option i don't have any batch effect so i will not um, use anything here then in the comparisons um, you have three options all group pairs across group pairs and then against control group I'll select all group pairs. And in the control group, if you select the option against um, control group here in the comparisons, then you need to provide the control group here. <laughs> and go to next. And then you can um, run this um, workflow here. So I'll just uh, create a folder. So and finish this so it's running you can come to this processes tab and see the results find results so this is the result that i have got so first i will show you this um, statistical expression track so i will open this let me resize this so this is the name of the microRNAs. This is the identifier. This is the max group mean. So for each group in the statistical comparison, the average TPM is calculated. This value is the maximum of the average TPMs. Then um, you have this log to fold change, fold change and the standard p-value and then you have FTR p-value or Bonferroni p-value. If you want, you can um, filter on this table. So you have this advanced filtering option you see here and you can just, um, I just want to say, uh, select this micro RNAs which has a p-value less than equal to 0 0.05. So you can see here, uh, out of 2,632, only 175 microRNAs are having p-values less than uh, 0.05. Okay, and um, yeah, uh, you can also select some of these. Um, so I can just short these columns and you can do that by clicking on here on this table. So this is sorted now. And you can select some of these um, microRNAs from here. And at the bottom, you have this volcano plot view. You can come to this uh, volcano plot view. It shows the relationship between the values of the statistical test and the fold changes among the samples. And so these are the selected microRNAs um, in my data uh, in, my, in the expression track table. And you can just, um, yeah zoom zoom in 
so if you want to zoom in to your um, microRNAs then you can use this uh, zoom in option at the bottom I'll close this now next I will show you this heat map uh, which I got as an output so you can see here this metadata table layer I will layer this with uh, tumor type and you see here this is the adrenal myelolipoma this red color and this blue color is the adenocortical carcinoma here here is the colors uh, it's showing right hand side heat map settings so uh, you see this aml and the SSC samples are nicely separated it indicates that it may be possible to find microRNA that would be specific to AML and that could be used for diagnostics. I'll close this uh, heat map now. Next, I'll show you another um, output uh, that is the expression browser table. So, this is the expression browser table view where you can see these uh, comparisons and then you will find this um, adenal myelolipoma, uh, this mean value for these three samples and this mean value for adenocortical carcinoma, uh, these three samples. Okay. And um, so I'll just go to this paper. So in the paper, uh, they have mentioned that um, in the results, uh, they have mentioned that significant overexpression of some these four microRNAs was confirmed in AML relative to SEC. And um, I'll try to find this microRNAs in my analysis. So I'll copy this. I'll go to this workbench. And um, again, I can filter on this table view. So name, I will select is in list. And I will paste this uh, four microRNAs that I have uh, copied from this publication. Then I'll filter. And you see these four microRNAs has been filtered now. And <clears throat> this has a, um, yeah, a significant p-value. And you see this mean value of this adenal myelipoma is uh, significantly high than this adenocortical carcinoma which they have mentioned in the uh, publication. So if you want, you can also visualize this in a bar chart. So you can select this and at the bottom, you have this show bar chart option. You can go there. So this is a plot with bar charts for one or more selected features. And from the right hand side, you see here uh, that this expression values are total counts. And you can group this. I will group this with uh, tumor type. So this is the tumor type here. And then I want to collapse the groups and see now two colors are there. So this black is the adenal myelolipoma and this uh, magenta color is the adenocortical carcinoma. So you see this is significantly overexpressed um, uh, this microRNA in adenal myelolipoma compared to adenocortical carcinoma. So this view is, uh, yeah, quite nice to visualize your results. And then uh, I have one more output that is uh, the co-enrichment uh, test or uh, analysis or the gene set test results. So this table lists for each go term, the number and the names of the detected genes. And um, yeah. Also, you can find this p-values, then FDR p-value and bonferroni p-value. Again, you can filter on this uh, table. And close this. And this is a Venn diagram. Uh, since uh, I have only one comparison in my analysis, so there is no Venn diagram created. To create a Venn diagram, you need to provide two or more statistical comparison tracks. I will show you another one Venn diagram. Uh, so I have one more RNA-seq analysis here and I will show you these results. So this is the Venn diagram and you can see here there I have two comparisons here. You can uh, upload some five comparisons. So these are the four um, 
overlapping genes that is significantly uh, expressed in both these comparisons. You can select these four and then uh, you have this uh, show Venn diagram table. You can open this uh, and then all these four um, genes will be selected here in the um, table view. So it is difficult to find here now. So I will just create from selection. So this, you see these four genes which I have selected in brain diagram, those are here. So this, yeah, to now this table view and this uh, brain diagram view, this is uh, interlinked. And close this now. Okay. So now, uh, once I have um, analyzed these results, um, this expression analysis results, then I have uh, this IPA plugin. Uh, so I want to upload this statistical comparison data into IPA. And for that, you need to have the IPA plugin installed. And um, you can do that by going to this plugin manager here in the workbench in the toolbar and then you can download the plugins and then um, yeah you will find this uh, ingenuity pathway analysis plugin here so one is uh, once you install the plugin you will find this uh, close this yeah you will find this ingenuity pathway analysis workflows uh, folder here under template workflows so we have two template workflows uh, for uploading data into ipa one for count matrix uh, data and another one for expression data. And I have statistical comparison tracks generated uh, from the group down seed expression table. I will upload and analyze that into IPA. I'm not going to uh, run this workflow again because it has some uh, steps which I already have run. This differential expression for RNA-seq, uh, creating heat map, uh, Venn diagram, etc. So I already have um, created all these outputs, so I'm not going to use this workflow again. I have uh, this tool uh, to upload data into Ingenuity Pathway Analysis plugin. So here under tools, you have Ingenuity Pathway Analysis. Under this, you will find Pathway Analysis tool. You can double click on this and yeah, here you can uh, select this comparisons track. Uh, the statistical comparison that, that you have created now. And I'll go to next. Here you need to um, provide the account details. So you need to have a IPA license to upload your data into IPA. So uh, you need to log into IPA. I haven't logged in now, but um, yeah, you need to log in and then you can upload and analyze your data. You can go to next. Um, so to upload your data, you can set up the upload parameters such as p-value, fold change, uh, max group main, etc. So only features that will pass this cutoff value specified here will be to IPA. See, I have um, this default value standard uh, p-value is um, less than or equal to 0 0.05. Now 140 features are uploaded into IPA out of this um, two thousand some um, micronis, only 141 will be uploaded into IPA. If you put it uh, less stringent uh, criteria, then more features will be uploaded into IPA. Let's take the default option. Then next step here, um, yeah, you need to set the parameters for the analysis of uh, your data in IPA. If you set two restrictive filters, then you will get an warning here uh, in the analysis summary table that no features or zero features are left for analysis in IPA. You can see that, that if I don't put anything, then it's a zero features will be analyzed. Okay, again, if you put more uh, stringent uh, criteria, then less features will be analyzed in IPA. You can finish that and um, it will go to the IPA application and then it will run the analysis in IPA. I'm not going to um, show you the IPA application right now. 
uh, I'll show you one screenshot from IPA uh, for this uploaded data set. Uh, so I have uploaded this microRNA comparison uh, data into IPA and I will show you that result. I'll close this now. And this is the end of the live demonstration. I will go to my presentation now. So this is a screenshot uh, from IPM. You can see here, uh, this is a microRNA, which is in green color. That means it is uh, town regulated. And this is uh, associated with uh, these many functions. And this is inhibiting these two uh, molecules. Uh, and uh, so this is associated with this colorectal adenocarcinoma, liver cancer, then uh, hepatopancreatobiliary cancer. And this is the biomarker um, that it has identified with for colorectal adenocarcinoma. And um, yeah, so you can see here as per the literature findings, this um, MIRNP biomarker for this colorectal uh, carcinoma. So this is the supporting evidence uh, that IPA has got from its knowledge base. So if you want to explore the workbench features and IPA, please get a trial license. It is a free full feature um, trial for 14 days and can be installed on Windows, Mac and Linux machine. To get a trial license, please go to our company website that is uh, digitalinsights.kajin.com and you can request for a trial. And I have also included one um, link here. So if you go to this link, you can uh, go to this page here and you can request for a trial. This is our uh, customer support page. You can contact our global support team via email, chat, and phone call for all your technical and license-related questions. You can see our email ID is here. That is ts-bioinformatics.com. And for licensing support, you can write to us uh, to bioinformatics license at the rate of .com. You can call us um, in these numbers. And also we have this uh, chat support. Thank you for your attention. And now we are ready to take your questions. Yes, thank you, Sonari. Uh, let us start our Q&A session. So the first question is, is this also for data from Illumina? And yes, the tutorial data that Sonali just showed us uh, are from Kayasek Mirna kit that has been sequenced on uh, Illumina platform. Uh, the workflow is uh, suitable to either Illumina or ion torrent data. And if you use different panels sequenced on Illumina or other short trees sequenced by other platforms, uh, you can still use all these tools uh, for your analysis. Okay, and I think uh, as uh, Sonali, you were already showing the import. Uh, there is a question that each of my samples uh, sequenced by Illumina are in four lanes, and does the Mirna workflow concatenate each, each of the samples automatically? So I was thinking, yes, that we can show that during the import of the file, you can select this option to join reads from different lanes, uh, and then that will automatically concatenate um all the lines together into specific sample and the other options uh, is to set up the metadata for the batching in a way that all reads uh, from different lines are together but i think that this checking this option during the import may be the easier yeah Okay, uh, so let me go to the next question. Um, what is the algorithm to normalize the MIRNA data and to integrate RNA-seq data? So I understand that this is likely about the downstream tools for differential expression analysis. So uh, yeah, that can be done uh, using the expression tables from the quantify MIRNA analysis. And this tool and the other downstream tools like uh, create heat map use the TMM normalization. I will also uh, share the manual page about uh, the normaliza uh, normalization and how each tool uh, 
uh, is uh, normalizing the data. Yeah. So I will send this link on the Q&A section. Okay. Um, this is the magnetic page. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I just sent the link, so you can also look there. Uh, can you explain UMIs? So that's the uh, unique molecular indices that this kit uh, contains and other Kyasek kits as well. And this is used uh, to uh, mark the biological sequence. So then when it is um, amplified uh, later, we can still recognize which uh, copy comes from which biological sequence and concatenate them together. So that reduces the uh, sequencing errors uh, and uh, increases the precision of your data. Uh, unless I missed something, Sonali? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, is there a PDF or record about the presentation today? Yes, uh, the recording will be provided within 48 hours. If you would like to have um, a PowerPoint presentation, please reach out to us on ts-bioinformatics at kyagen.com. So that's our support address. Uh, that Sonali will show you. Yeah. Right uh, here, and then we will provide slides directly as well. So this this first address, ts-bioinformatics, is the one that uh, we'll be happy to uh, to send slides from. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and then we have another one. Can I use different custom databases on only Pierna database? So yes, it is possible to provide other databases. You can optionally add sequence lists with additional small RNA reference databases. So not only PRNAs, but also tRNAs, rRNAs, and others. Yeah, so you can go to import and then standard import and you can, yeah, import your downloaded FASTA file and yeah, use it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then let's go with this one. I have many reads that do not map to mirror base. Can I check what other bio biotypes they map to? Uh, yes, you can do it either by providing a custom database or, uh, which I think will be more useful if you do not know what exactly these reads are or you do not suspect anything specific, you can collect these unmapped reads because one of the output is the unmapped reads and you can use them as an input for RNA-seq analysis. So then if you have an mRNA track or gene track with annotations with different biotypes, you can investigate RNA-seq analysis report, which has a section, this biotype distribution, to explore how many reads map to which biotype. Yeah, so okay. these are the unmapped reads from this mm -hmm. uh, function uh, analysis. Yeah, this... And then, yeah, this is the RNA-seq analysis tool that Mm -hmm. Okay, then we have uh, the question, when I want to analyze the length of reads uh, is bigger than 50 base pairs and quantify microRNA is not working, how to fix that? Well, that seems that there might be some additional adapter that has not been trimmed. Mm -hmm, uh, yeah. So maybe you can do the QC for sequencing reads first and see uh, how your, your reads look like and then try to trim them. Um, yeah, uh, and and later on, they should be short enough <laughs> for uh, for quantification. And if you still struggle with it, uh, I would also suggest to contact us uh, on TS-Bioinformatics and we will take a look, especially if you already provide the QC for sequencing grids report, it will speed up our investigation and will help you see what's going on in this data. So you have this stream reads tool here, what Mata mentioned, and this QC for sequencing reads tool under this prepared mm -hmm. sequencing data folder. Yes. Um, how can I trim adapters from my Mirna samples if I do not use the plugin options? Uh, what are the settings options for trimming adapters for Mirna's uh, sequences? So yeah, trim reads is the part of the workbench, not part of any plugin. Yeah. Uh, so you can use it definitely uh, to trim your adapters. You can provide a trim adapter list if you know which adapters you have. Uh, that will guarantee good results. So here you can provide trim adapter list. 
um, and um, yeah, um, the exact options will depend on the adapters you have and where do you expect them. But you yeah, don't need any plugins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't need any plugins. You can create the team adapter list by going here, new team adapter list, and you can yeah create your team adapter list, and then you can use that for trimming your reads. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we have one more question, uh, not a few more questions actually, but <laughs> Mirbase is not updated for many years. Uh, is it possible to map directly to human genome? Mm, not through quantify Mirna, right? But maybe you can then use RNA-seq analysis with the proper annotations, what do you think, personally? Yeah, and... Um... If you have the version of this base that you want to use, that you can also import, right? Yeah, you can also make a custom, yeah. like Mirbase, let's say, yeah. <laughs> uh, option. Uh, so you can provide a custom uh, um, file that Mirbase. is um, formatted in Mirbase um, data that we provide in our manual. Uh, and then, or you can provide a sequence list that has to be annotated specifically with mirror annotations and Latin name, right? Uh, yeah. So it will work. But if you just want to uh, use the entire human genome, that it will require uh, using RNA-seq and, uh, and annotations. Yeah, then you need to have this in annotation track. Mm -hmm. mRNA annotation track and run this RNA-seq analysis tool. And then afterward, again, you can go for this differential expression analysis with this expression table that you get from RNA-seq analysis. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then we have to, so we don't need to trim for Illumina part and reads. Um, all right, because in this workflow, IonTorrent has an additional step for trimming, but Illumina uh, data doesn't have this additional adapter. So can you briefly show it again? Yeah, Mata, just a mm -hmm. minute. Yeah. So here, this trim reads tool is for iron torrent reads, and you don't need it, this uh, trimming for Illumina. And I have a slide for this. Yeah, this one. Mm -hmm. So you see this Illumina rate starts with a small sequence uh, and it doesn't have any adapter, but for iron torrent you have the adapter. So for Illumina rates, you don't need to trim these adapters at the end. Right. Okay, uh, and we have a couple more questions. Um, which tutorial you suggest to learn the workflows you presented? Um, you can find all our tutorials on our page. Uh, you can also access them through uh, contact us button in Workbench. Uh, yeah, can you go to the Workbench? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And we'll also share the direct link to this specific tutorial um, yeah. on the so here, Yeah, so here you go to support uh, at the right hand side, top toolbar. And then you have tutorials here. So if you go to tutorials, and it will go to our portal and you can see these tutorials if you search for microRNA, you see here. So this is a tutorial that uh, data that I have analyzed today. And uh, yeah, we also have provided this tutorial link uh, here. So you will also get this tutorial, direct tutorial link. Right, I think that also answered the second question we had, uh, if we need to remove adapters, so that's that's answered. Uh, and can you show how to find new microRNAs? Uh, so we can also share the slides, and I think we have also yeah. a manual page that yeah, yeah. shows so this, this. so I will page. just find it in a moment. Yes, this is here, Marta. Yes, yes, I will also share it in Q&A, so that will be quick. So this manual page explains mm -hmm. how you can uh, explore your novel microRNAs. Yes. Okay, and um, how to find an import geo database for microRNAs? Ah, so mm -hmm. 
yeah so you can import your go annotation file from import and standard import and yeah i think we have this yeah gene ontology annotation file so you need to download the gene ontology file beforehand and then you can import it from here Yes, thank you, Sonali, for showing it. I'm afraid we are running out of time, so let us stop the Q&A session now. Um...